yeah, mine started all right. Same here, yeah. Yeah, I like how we always have to go through that. Oh, mine started yeah. all right. <laughs> I always <laughs> I like, we'll go through the whole, all right, shall we do the pat cake and make sure we yeah. sync up? We had so many different techniques. Yeah, I, I'm, see, I'm useless at that. I'm useless at clapping in time. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I couldn't even do the triangle at school properly. I no. could never do that on time. <laughs> oh, I love the triangle. Triangle's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like you've got one job. Yeah. And when you fail that, you know, you like, that's when you know you've got no musical talent whatsoever. <laughs> but but here's the thing, like, at least it made a great sound. It wasn't like that fucking blockage spiel. Yeah. Like the blockage yeah. spiel is just a fucking wooden block and you smack it with another wooden block. Yeah. It, that, that was such a letdown. Like, oh, who wants to play the blockage spiel? No one wants to play the blockage spiel. I know. It's like, well, we're not savages, are we? No, so. <laughs> exactly. And plus, like, <laughs> I've never heard any orchestra say, oh, we have our, you know, trombone, you know. Uh, where, other than the primary school band, was the blockage spiel used? It's never been used anywhere else. Yeah. It's just made for primary school. Like, I'll give it to, you know, give it to Johnny. He he can't really rub two fingers together. Let's just give him the bloody blockage spiel. <laughs> Keep him entertained. Yeah, it'll, it'll be fine. Bloody Johnny. Oh, God. <laughs> can't even get the triangle right. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if, if I was in a band, I'd be the one going, oh, is it, is it my turn now? Or something like that. Yeah. Be, oh, am I meant to be playing? That's the kind of thing I'd probably end up doing. <laughs> or like in a, in a rock band, like you, you're yeah. dished out and then you're waiting for the guitar solo, but at the same time, you're not quite sure if it's your turn to rock the house down. Yeah. I tell you what, talking about bands, actually, I was listening yesterday to some of the early Queen albums. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised, actually, how good they are, because I, I used to not really like early Queen stuff all that much. With early Queen stuff, you're including Bohemian Rhapsody, right? That yeah, era, but era. like the first two albums as well, which... Yeah. Um, I mean, they do get ignored a little bit sometimes, I think. Well, they, they were all right. Like, um, everyone's first album, unless you're, like, a, a rock god from the instant you should start, is yeah. a little bit like finding their voice. But um, Queen has already ma- always maintained their sound, in a way, I suppose. Yeah. So, no, but, but you revisited them. Like, did they hold up? They do, actually. Like, because I, I got into them when I was, like, a teenager. That's the first band I ever got into. Oh, cool. So I always had that kind of slightly nostalgic sense about them. So it's, like, it's... more deeper meaning to you. Yeah. I went off them for a bit. Yeah. you know, you, like, you discover other music. And... and then, like, you don't want to hear the same thing over and over. Yeah. And I just kind of lost touch with them a little bit. Well, but then I've started listening to them a little bit again just recently. And I was actually, like, surprised how good they are. Like, yeah. People always go on, like, I think their harmonies as well, how well they sound together and stuff like that. And the fact that all four of them could, like, write songs and stuff like that. No, yeah, that's true. Was... They were all quite talented. Yeah. Um, what was your... Like, the, you really get that where all four members are actually just as yeah. diverse as the, the main singer. But what was your favourite album by them, anyway? Oh, I find that one really difficult. Yeah, I quite like The Best Of. Yeah, I tell you what, their first greatest <laughs> hit is actually a pretty good one to go with. Yeah. Because it's got all the great... It's got, like, um, Bohemian Rhapsody and another one, Bites of Dust. Yeah, like, I love it a bit. I think... Where did I hear that? I think that was an Alan Partridge joke, actually. Where they go, yeah. like, what's your, what's your favourite ABBA song? What's your favourite ABBA album, Alan? Oh, I quite like The Best Of. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, I, I, would, I is, yeah, that does tend to be like a good one to get into a band, right? Yeah, I think it's funny how your favorite band you could like. like I, I was the same. Like I had a couple of favorite bands that 
for some reason, you don't listen to every single one of their albums. On yeah. Because um, you rediscover... Not, it might be a conscious choice to choose to come back to them later, like save it for rainy days so that you can re-enjoy yeah. them in a different way. Or uh, or you just didn't get around to it, you know. like, Or, or, or in some a lot of cases, you just enjoyed one of the albums so much that you listen to it over and over again. Like one of those people that yeah. listens to a good song over and over again, but you don't like getting into new stuff, even if it is the same band. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was, sometimes I felt like that with uh, Metallica or Gorillaz or, um, yeah, some mm-hmm. of the, like, I still haven't listened to all of Plastic Beach altogether, but I've listened to like the majority of it now in sections. Yeah. But it's just because I have something to listen to later on down the line, you know? Yeah. Have you ever found that you've had a song like you've, you've listened to a fair bit in the past but you've not realised just how good it is until you just listen to it you think that actually that's really good when you actually break it down and think about all the work that went into it yeah but I kind of did that with um, Feel Good Inc and I just listened to it over and over again back when it first came out it was a brilliant it was brilliant you know music video and all that but then you listen to it again and you realise just what a banger it is (laughs) yeah what a banger it actually is like actually gets you kind of grooving a little bit and um it's astounding, really. It still surprises you to this day. Yeah. I think what what amazes me about some of the early Queen is, because when you look, listen to some, like, older Queen, where yeah. it's, uh, I mean, later Queen, where it's all kind of, like, it's all, like, the synthesizers and stuff like that. Yeah. Queen were really quite heavy rock at times in the early Oh, yeah. Days. Like, Brian May, you know, he, he, yeah. he, he didn't grow that hair overnight. He was, al- <laughs> he was always, like, the rocker that he is. They they distanced themselves from the rock scene. They kind of went to a more inclusive style, which yeah. kind of incorporated everything. But I think to a lot of other rockers, especially like people like the Sex Pistols, and that was a bit of an annoyance because even even though they were about inclusion and fuck society and stuff, they yeah. must have found that whole like uh, Freddie Mercury's more posher way of presenting music a little bit yeah yeah i think in music there can be like an inverted snobbery sometimes yeah pretty much like because freddie mary was into ballet and stuff like that yeah and i think people like tended to like sneer particularly in the rock world tended to sneer at that kind of thing yeah especially Um, since he was doing better than them at some point yeah yeah, have to confess, I never actually really liked the Sex Pistols. So, I, there were some songs I liked by them, but it was always, you know, again the best of. Um, yeah, I think I just I enjoyed the characters more than I did the actual music. Yeah, I don't know because I, I like Asia when I was young. I did buy the album just because I like the fact that it had bollocks on in the title, <laughs> the album. God save the Queen and all that stuff. But then, then I listened to it and thought it was shit. So, <laughs> by the way, um, I saw there was this picture in the news recently. Uh, just on a completely different topic, uh, there's this teenager. He looks like a toddler, basically. But yeah. he's he's reached the the height of seven foot eight. Um, wow. He's almost eight <laughs> foot and two in no wait no no he's he's now eight foot and two inches but if you were to type him in he's standing next to his parents and it's unbelievable it's like someone photoshopped did a really great photoshop job and just expanded this this kid next to his parents and it looks like yeah. they're the children it's like when you watch the uh, law of the rings and you see you know that great editing of you know gandalf looks massive compared to all the little hobbits yeah it's crazy um i can't <laughs> remember what his name was uh, Brock Brown. <laughs> Brock Brown. He's officially the world's tallest teenager. It, go and have a look at it if you get a chance. It's, it's quite crazy. Did you say he's from again? Did you say where he's from? Or? I didn't say where he's from, no. Um, it should say here, though. Michigan. Michigan. Uh, Michigan. See, I would have thought it would be in China, like because they pretty much 
pooped actually, out the smallest and the tallest. They're, actually, they're, they're quite a small country. What? In, in, t- in terms of size, yeah. Um, not in, yeah, not in geography, um, geographically. In terms of uh, their actual height, they tend to be actually pretty small. It's a lot of the tallest people, are, they're kind of really are kind of the odd ones out in a way. Oh, you mean in China? In, in China? Yeah. Yeah, That's my true. friend went there recently. He said, actually, quite a lot of them are quite short. So so the, the ones that do stick out. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. China's yeah. population usually are a little bit smaller than, say, America's or something. But yeah. but because they're such a densely packed country, and the fact that they're like, what, one quarter or one third of the world's population? Yeah. You would think, even with the percentage of them being small, you would still get a lot of tall people there, you know? You would still yeah. get, like, m- most of the world's, basically, but... Yeah, but it's like, when, like, your parents are short and you're, like, really tall, you do wonder, how how does that happen? <laughs> or, like, how, how, what, so quickly? Yeah, how, how, how do you get so tall when, like, your parents are midgets, you know? Oh, right, but, yeah, genetically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it's probably because when you get older, especially in mums, I suppose... Do they do they get shorter? Do they get shorter? Um, like do 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 people get? You can't really get shorter, can you? You can a little bit, I think. Yeah, I think you do shrink a little bit. But sometimes. wouldn't that do, be more about bits of your body do, do shrink? But wouldn't that be more about wear and tear, or you know, like Possibly, uh, disintegration? Yeah. Or, like yeah, you're still going to grow your bones up to a certain point, but you can't really. Yeah. I don't know if you can actually decrease in muscle mass or. You know, just to the point where you you get smaller. You know, your bones can't shrink, right? Um, um, I I don't. Mm, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I I, I do know you, parts of you do like shrink. Well, I uh, I, sh- I I shrink all every day, mate. I shrink every day. Whenever yeah. if someone turns on the cold cold water, every day yeah. I shrink. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I well, the, the obvious bits shrink quite a lot, mm-hmm. don't they? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Tom knows all about that. Oh, yeah, of course she does. about that. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the Dork Seduction podcast. I'm Chris and... I'm Matt. And and, uh, we should should have some a little tune here, shouldn't we? I'll play a little bit of the old uh, Fadangle jingle. Get your saxophone out, Matt. Okay. (laughs) That is... uh, There's something wrong with my saxophone. Talk about stuff. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> yeah, getting out the porn groove right there. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, there is actually a great album called Porno Groove. Yeah, and it's got a great song called Guzz on the Bus. Guzz on the Bus. Yeah, and it's excellent. It's like it's like a kind of jazzy kind of porn. <laughs> soundtrack kind of album oh you should really look it up on youtube at some point i will (laughs) anyway what are we talking about today matt we're talking about the atlas vampire ah the atlas vampire yeah the atlas vampire is not a vampire who kind of went all around the world ticking off you know countries you know (laughs) it's not like a gap year kind of vampire (laughs) it's a vampire or so it's supposed from uh, Sweden, but particularly it gets its name because uh, this uh, uh, murder happened in the Atlas neighbourhood in Stockholm. So we're in Sweden again. As you can tell, we do quite like Sweden. Oh, we love Sweden. Just everything about it, even the murders. Go to suck your blood. Who? Go to suck your blood. <laughs> That's great Swedish, that is. I, I've learned Swedish from 
five years now, and I think I'm quite fluent in the language. I, I think you could be in some of those Nordic noirs with that accent. He make which you I don't know. <laughs> that's that's a pathetic imitation of the Swedish accent. Yeah, I'm really pathetic. I'm quite ashamed. <laughs> you gotta watch out for those uh, those penguins as well, haven't you? Oh, oh yes. Come here, mate. Let's go in the computer. And, uh, oh, fuck it. Let's let's talk about the Swedish vampire. Yeah. Right, there's, there's really not much information on this murder, so... Quite a short episode, I'd say. Yeah, so we might not be able to tell you much. We'll, we'll definitely solve this one, though. What is that? Blasphemy? The fans? <laughs> like, you have to be at least half an hour, dorks. What's going on? Well... I know. We're not people that, um... <laughs> we don't pad things out at all, yeah. so... Yeah. We, we can't go all night long, can we? So, you know... Uh, not really. Uh, no. We, we, you know, you we've only just... got a certain amount of stamina. So we can only just about manage five minutes, to be honest. I mean, everything yeah. else is just filler. Uh, yeah, if it's a bad day, I can only last five seconds, so... Ooh. <laughs> My, uh, careful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this this one's particularly known for its kind of gruesome crime details. Only one murder, I should add, though. Um, hmm. So, you might be a bit disappointed. Still, but, though, the the fact that there's one murder and that was enough to moniker a nickname for the killer. Now that yeah. kind of says something, doesn't it? That's pretty impressive, actually. Pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. we're we'll picking up the uh, the murderer here. If it's good <laughs> enough, I might put it down in the Dork's Encyclopedia of Great Kills. Oh, there's how many's in there already? Well, we've got two, but I think I'm one of them. <laughs> so I'm a bit biased, you know? Yeah. Yeah, obviously you're going to come out on top of that, aren't you? Oh, yeah, of course, you know. You know, you know. the reason I'm at the top, Matt, is because no one's caught me. That's the best type of killer. Yeah, but also, as in the words of uh, Carly Simon, no one does it better. <laughs> or nobody does it better, I think. <laughs> I think that's what that song's called. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it helps to get the right title. Unfortunately, we never find out who does this, so I'm going to break it to you early, fans. So, this is kind of why this case is in some ways so interesting to people. The victim, who we should talk about, uh, was Lily Lindstrom. Uh, He was a 32-year-old prostitute, although one blog I was reading made a particular emphasis on the fact that she was called a cool girl. Apparently this was because only her room had a phone, but I thought it was because prostitutes were just called cool girls anyway. <laughs> so I don't know whether that's an actual point or not. It's worth noting down, though. Yeah, she entertained clients in her, her apartment, which I was kind of thinking, most people like to separate their work from their home, so that, that's got to be a bit difficult for her. And her apartment in the Atlas neighbourhood is quite small and dark and it's quite dingy. So it does, in a way, it's kind of like your worst image of prostitution, I guess. Her downstairs neighbour, Minnie Jansen, was also a prostitute, and she was the last person to see Lily alive, apart from a murderer, obviously, unless Minnie Jansen was the murderer. This uh, was, I think, a few days before her body was discovered. Lily had stopped by Minnie's apartment uh, in search of condoms. Which she, apparently she actually came twice for condoms. And this last time she came, one blog in particular makes a point that she was naked under a long coat. Why it's so important, that bit, I don't know. <laughs> Minnie kind of began to worry when she hadn't seen her for like a couple of days or so. I think she tried knocking on the apartment. She wouldn't answer her phone. 
So she'd start to get a bit concerned and she called the Stockholm police or alerted them. And they entered her apartment and what they found was pretty shocking. So this is where you faint, Chris, in a minute. I'm ready. Uh, Lily's body uh, was face down on a bed. She was naked and her clothes were neatly folded on a chair next to the body. Well, that's uh, that's not too surprising for a murder case, you know. Is that it? No, no, there's more to come. Hold your suspense for a little bit longer. It was clear to the police that Lily had been dead for two or three days. And furthermore, Lily had engaged in sexual activity right before being murdered. Of course. As the police had found a used condom in her anus. Not the nicest way to Ugh, Lovely. Not dignified, I guess. Not it? really. No, just leave it there. Yeah. The cause of death had been repeated blows from a blunt object to Lily's head. Now, here comes to the bit where you're really going to... You'll either faint or be sick. So. Really? Yeah, be prepared. Disturbingly, later investigations revealed that most, if not all, of Lily's blood had been drained. What? What? Serious? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Bloody hell. Chris, Chris, are you still there? Uh, Talk uh, to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, foosball. No. There's, no. there's, there's more, I'm afraid. Oh, are you serious? Do, do you really want me to break it to you? what oh, happens next? I'm just... Yeah, yeah, let's get with it. Come on. Yeah. Well, saliva was also found on Lily's neck and body. Mm. And police soon began to suspect that the blood-stained gravy ladle found in Lily's room had really been used to drink her blood. But what? Oh, oh. But seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> like, serious? Like, yeah. but how did they, like... Obviously, it's a ladle. It's, it's made for soup dipping, but... Mm. I, I, it's suspicious because I, well, I was thinking it could have just been used to transport the blood into something, but then I thought that's a very slow way. Yeah, but, like, for a guy whose precise and actually, you know, calculated method was to... Uh, take blood out. Yeah. And then to just use a ladle to do it, like he just ran out of equipment for his <laughs> yeah. master's kit. Like, no, like, or there, though, then again, maybe it was meant to throw people off. Yeah, perhaps it was kind of he was, he wanted a One bit of, that of fame myth, and he that thought, myth. oh, leave a ladle. That yeah. makes me turn into a vampire. Yeah, people will be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Not to, like, obviously um, decommission the myth of this great act already listeners but as we know murderers are some of the most attention whorish people out there so obviously yeah. they want theirs to stick out and you know they're, 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 you know they're trying to get creative like this for instance mm. I, i've got an idea for like a reality tv show oh yeah all these like attention whore murderers uh-huh. just like have a show where they murder people what and, like x factor or like bake off so try and find the like most extravagant way you can kill someone. Yeah, it'd be like that RuPaul dra- uh, drag queens show, but you know, obviously, uh, a bit more attention seeking. Yeah, you like you'll have the people who do pretty simple ordinary murders, and they'll get <laughs> voted off pretty quickly. And then you know, you like Bake Off, you've got the more experimental. Yeah, they have uh, like interviews of each one. Like, I really like what Jack did. He was really good. He was really precise. But to be honest, he's a bit of a bitch. Um, yeah. I prefer using the meat cleaver. And it's just interviewing like <laughs> the ice hockey face man. The, yeah. You know, all these other guys like they're divas or something. Yeah. Or like you could have like someone accidentally stole another murderer's knife or something. 
something like that. <laughs> you know, try and sabotaging each other's murders. So, yeah. yeah. But I can't believe he bloody gave me a rubber one. I was in the middle of my prime there. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I definitely think we should go to, to someone with this idea. Oh, we could do it. We could it's so a winner. do it. Yeah. yeah, it's, a, it's winner. a winner. It's a winner. Yeah, what I actually like, what I like about that bit though, is later investigations revealed that the blood was not there. You you, you wouldn't kind of notice when you were trying to lift the body up or something. Yeah, so like, you notice there's no blood in there. It's got to uh, be a bit limp, hasn't it? Yeah, and plus like the colouring as well. Like surely she was all white and stuff, but. If anything, a lack of blood. I mean, the blood makes up well, what percentage of the human body? Um, a significant portion, at least. Yeah, it's got to be. Pretty, pretty. She must have been completely light or something. You know, I mean. Yeah, I just, I just can't believe that they wouldn't notice that pretty soon. Yeah, um, but then again, like, how long did you say it took them to notice? This says later investigations, which I. I Assume is during an autopsy or something like that. I guess yeah. if they, yeah, they did ones those days. I guess. Yeah, I think we're coming to the end soon. This is obviously the day in the days before DNA evidence, so the saliva as well. Nowadays, we would have been able to probably find out who this was. It would have been quite easy, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I suppose a kind of great tragedy in a way is that back then there was no DNA, so this one just goes completely unsolved. Especially since, you know, all the DNA is pretty much there. You just can't quite access it. This, uh, as I think I read somewhere, one blog puts it quite nicely, the abundance of bodily fluids. Which, you know, <laughs> Lovely. Uh, just, uh, you know, that's pretty much my house. <laughs> All over the place, UV lights. <laughs> it used to be, it, used, it must have been great to be a murderer back in those days, right? Yeah. It's you, so easy, you, can, you can literally just throw a knife at someone and run off. You, yeah. you, you can leave the knife, no worries. Yeah, you don't even have to be that intelligent. You can leave, like... As Mate. much bodily fluids as you like, and Mate, still you could, get away with it. You could pr- pretty much purchase a gun and shoot the guy in the face. He wouldn't have even signed your name down in the book yet. It would, it would yeah. if you just, you're done. I'm out. You know, I'll just take all this yeah. shit and go. I do wonder if like murderers are going, oh, it's so much better in the old days. Or mm. well, I don't know. Maybe they like it because then like, you've got to work a bit harder nowadays to get away with murder. That's true. But then again, like if if you were if you were to kill someone with something edible, like a, an ice pick or. A, you know, a block of ice, even. Mm. Just do that, you know, smash them with a block of ice and leave it. It's all good. Yeah. I, I, I think we've got some quite good ideas here. I know, right? We could yeah. do it. We could do it. Yeah, we've got to put them to the test. We go out and be our own mythical murderers. You know? Yeah. We could do it an episode on us. We could, yeah. But then again, the fact that we're recording this is we've already signed our, our prison sentence. So. Yeah. But Shit. at the same time, let's let's go out and become legends before they catch us. Yeah, but perhaps we should edit that bit out so they, yeah. they, they, the judges don't have something, or the lawyers, or whatever. Good idea, good idea. Yeah, it's a bit incriminating. Yeah. Look, just a little bit, but unless we say we're joking. <laughs> hey, how about that one, then, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, oh. Oh, imagine if we actually like that. Oh, gosh. Oh, what, what jokers we are. Oh, goodness, what we like. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the police quite reasonably reasoned that Lily's last customer would have been her murderer. Mm. So they questioned a lot of her regular clients, but no one particularly stood out as being like a tangible suspect. And no one's ever been charged with a crime. But the the most kind of, I suppose, what we could, could debate in a way is where did all that blood go? Yeah, that's a point. Like, even so, like, what, what is he going to do with it? Like, store it? 
or sell it? Could you could you sell off blood back in those days? Was there a, a need for blood um, in the doctor's practice? I, uh, yeah, because um, I forgot to mention the year is 1932, so this is quite a long time ago. Oh, for some reason I was thinking uh, a little bit more ancient. Um, I don't know whether you need blood or not so much. I'm not sure whether you give blood that what that is it is that what the organization's called oh what give blood yeah that whole lot i don't yeah. know whether they exi- i don't know whether they existed in sweden i don't know whether that's a purely british thing <laughs> i like the, the idea only british people <laughs> give blood i'm pretty i'm pretty sure every country has their own like uh say so selfish <laughs> own, surf- own service of it but Obviously, we're not going to hear about it, are we? Yeah. We're not the only country in the world that gives blood. <laughs> like, we don't supply the world with their blood. I know. I'm so racist about people giving blood. You're so racist, yeah. mate. You're so I know. racist. Yeah. I know. I'm terrible. <laughs> I, uh, I think, I don't know, because it's after, like, the World War One, and I think there probably was a need for blood. Yeah. The blood transfusions had probably started by then, because you've got people who've probably lost a lot of blood and need yeah. blood. I think... Transfusion was uh, it was pretty much a Victorian invention anyway, wasn't mm. it? So uh, the only problem, I think, a bloody like a murderer like this, I'm not sure he's kind of saying, "Oh, I'll, I'll murder her," so you know, for a good cause, you know, yeah. so so other people can have their blood. <laughs> she's it's, just uh, she's just got all that, you know, that that hard to come by. What what's the really hard blood to come by? The really rare one? Oh, it's some blood type, isn't it? Um, yeah. Oh, um, o, uh, type o, o, type yeah, o. It's type O. There's only a few people who've got that blood type, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I think there's some famous person who's got that blood type. Should we slaughter him and uh, get it over? Yeah, I can't remember who. Interestingly, there's an episode of the Swedish Wallander, Wallander, however you say it. Oh, Wallander, yeah. Yeah, and there is actually an episode. It's not really based on this murder, but um, this guy does actually drain the blood of the victim. Bloody hell. How does he do it anyway? In the Wallander. He actually does it while they're still alive. Which oh, is a really nasty. gruesome thing. Um, he's got some medical equipment or something mm. like that. And basically it puts the blood into... Uh, you know, if you've ever seen, like, blood transfusion, they've yeah. got, like, a bag of blood. Kind of uh, thing. Just slow drip all the yeah, way through. Yeah, it's pretty much well, the same crikey. as that. You know, so have you ever, um, you know, when you wake up on your, your arm and you've kind of sucked all the blood out of your oh, own arm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you get that pin in the needle, so it's a painful thing. But what's worse than that? I once had it the other day. Uh, I actually get it quite a lot. And because I'm a, I'm a big guy, I lie on my arm and it literally sucks all the blood out of my arm. Yeah. But when I actually hold my arm up or, you know, let gravity take its course to get it back in. It takes about maybe 20 to 30 seconds, but I can oh, literally, yeah. I can literally hear the blood coming back in. Yeah. I can, I can literally hear it squelching through. It's Ooh. nasty. And it, oh man, it really, and then when it reaches my veins just below my wrist, oh, good, you, know, you can feel it. It's nasty. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember the first time I did that when I, you slept on your arm and you wake up yeah. and you, uh, your arm feels like all wobbly, doesn't it? it yeah. Kind of... I, I prefer to just let it get over with but not look at the arm because I feel like my <laughs> vein is going to burst by the force of all the blood. <laughs> yeah, but I, when I first did that, I was like, what the fuck have I done to myself? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to scream help, I've done yeah. to it to my arm. I'm a, uh, amputation! You know, like, <laughs> the, the consumption has taken me. <laughs> oh... No, but um, getting back to this Valanda thing, because mm. what he does in this is he uses the blood for not another murder, but he kidnaps this policeman's daughter. Yeah. And he sprays this dead woman's blood all over this room. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this murderer might have done that, but it's what kind of an that? idea. What was the 
case, what was that for? What do you mean? Why did he spray that woman's blood all over this room? He kidnapped the guy's daughter, but he wanted the policeman to believe that she was dead. Uh, he wanted okay. to make it look like a murder scene. Right. But uh, when they analysed the blood, they realised it wasn't his daughter's blood. So, uh, so just to just stop them looking for him? Yeah. Bloody hell, yeah. Yeah, it's not the nicest. It's nasty. Yeah, it's not a nice way to go, that, to having mm. your blood drain. Bloody hell. I can't really think of what he'd really do with this blood, though, this one, the Atlas Vampire. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could, I mean, I suppose it could be a year's worth supply of drink, I guess. But... <laughs> like a, you pop, pop them in his cans. And... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what he's into. Eh? I, mean... I mean, you know, I, I buy, I like to buy bulk of uh, Cheetos whenever I go to, yeah. to Iceland, you know, stock up on them, you know. Sometimes yeah. they're hard to import, so whenever you find a, a good source, yeah. you, you buy, 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 you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's quite a lot of effort to go murder mm. someone for their blood. If it was an addiction, he actually wanted to drink the blood. Like, it would have to be a ritual thing, because at no point in your life do you go, oh, accidentally drank some blood. Ah, that was, that was fucking nice, you know, like, uh, I'm crafting yeah. that. Like, you know, there's no point where you actually think, oh, accidentally drank some blood, but it was actually, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, regardless of whether it was actually fucking brilliant. You know, yeah. good, good bit of blood there. Bit of O, bit of O. I, I wonder if it's like, he, he accidentally cut himself or something. And just for I love the taste of dirty yeah, yeah. you know. Like. <laughs> After going, oh, ow, 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 ooh, 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 that, that, that ooh, does ooh. taste nice. And he's like, what, what, what am I doing? I'm sucking my You know what? It's going back in my body, so that's all right. After me, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Unless he was, like, kissing someone, accidentally bit them, and then thought, ooh. <laughs> that, wow. that's, ooh. That's a bit dodgy, though. That would be a bit dodge. Because you hear of many female vampire murders. Murderers, even, I should say. Well, to be honest, you don't get many vampire murderers full stop, do you? Yeah. I mean, you get female victims. You always get female victims for this kind of thing, because it's always, like, a lady of the night or someone they've attracted yeah. home. Because or... I know what you're saying about vampire murders, because a lot of the ones that supposedly are, yeah. a lot of people tend to say they're not really. It's a bit, Or it's highly debatable, because you never actually see the person drinking that person's blood, so... No, but you don't actually know if they did. I mean, it's all yeah. about the myth, isn't it? They might say they did. Yeah. It was a really nasty case a couple of years back, I think mid-noughties, probably earlier, where this teenager broke into an old lady's home. I don't know if it was a flat or whatever, but anyway, he ended up killing her. He was a big fan of vampires, basically, Yeah, the actual creature. He ended up cutting her heart out and trying to eat it. It was just, it felt, it sounded like, because of his little fandom, it was unnecessary violence for the sake yeah. of this just to see what it was like and obviously he he got caught he didn't go all the way with it either apparently he was a little bit distraught and <laughs> it's just a, such a pathetic villain you know like, yeah. well, well i i thought i was evil enough for it but turns out i'm just a little bit you know snivelly um <laughs> and i still ended up killing her and yeah. eating her heart like fucking hell man hence where the phrase eat your heart out comes from oh you <laughs> drunk <laughs> Hey, well, like, what caused you to that? Like, can I can understand, like, you know, yeah. you, you watch something, but you never think, oh, I'll try, I'll give that uh, a go, you know? <laughs> I'll give it. You, you know, you get, like, a, you know, angsty teens in some schools. Yeah. Some of them, like, they take it to a new level oh. where they're like, I fucking hate society, you know? Yeah. No, no one's as deep as me. But then again, you get some people that are psychotic enough to actually put things into motion, like the same people that 
take guns or knives to a school or something. You know, the same yeah. up on the other side of the spectrum. There's some that want to outlive their dark fantasies. You know, yeah. Some some do it through conventions and being furries, whatever. You know, yeah. that at least that's harmless to other people. But yeah. others, they they want they want to be vampires. You know. <laughs> Yeah. T- teenagers are bloody annoying, aren't they? Oh, bloody annoying. They think they know yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, mate, it's a society that'll never stop. Yeah. So why try to reason with it? Go ahead and hate it. Put it on Room 101 if you ever get a chance. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Definitely. Along with George Osborne. Oh, yeah. Although we're, we're rid of him, mate, to some degree. I think he's he's disappeared, but, you know, so he's, did... Uh... He's dedicating his life to the Northern Powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> he's retreated back to his castle, yeah. building up his forces as we speak, you know. I, I watched a Room 101 episode, and it had Charles Dance on it, and yeah. he, he actually picked Jules Osborne to put on it. <laughs> he, he said, um, if Room 101 was bigger, I'd throw in his friends as well, you know? <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, oh you got got like Charles Dance. Charles you? Dance, he's so he's such such a witty guy, man. Yeah, he's classy. I like the stories about George Osborne and that dominatrix. When oh, you go heard on. about some of that? Did he drain her blood? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. No, it's like just stuff like um, he like snorted cocaine with her, and oh, he had, yes. used to she used to get him to do things. <laughs> Crawl around on all fours, I guess. Yes. So, you know, I I have nothing wrong with someone doing what they want, whatever, however deviant, in their own room, as long as it's like not killing, you know. Yeah. Um, and everyone's into it. But the the picture of George Osborne, like the, that's a funny thing. I already pictured him doing shit like that. Yeah. Like he's got that kind of. I think my mum says he's got a bit of a paedophile face. You know, he's like, <laughs> he looks like he's his blood is drained all the time. Yeah. He's just looking for the next victim, and and just seeing him around kids is off putting anyway. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing I apparently she convinced him to like run down the street naked or something like that. Oh, I, I don't think he would have gone that far. He knows how famous he is. No, this was before he was. Oh, really? This is when he was a student. Well, there you go. But then again, like, I think in his defence, the role of Chancellor of the Exchequer, you, you're going to be hated anyway. It's like the, yeah. villain, the villain role. Like, regardless of whether you're a nice bloke or not, you're pretty much slated to be an evil person. It is a thing, like, we've moaned about Cameron and Osborne a lot. But yeah. what if you find out that Theresa May and... Like Philip Hammond. What and if they're like worse? Yeah, and like we kind of yearn for the days of Osborne and Cameron again. <laughs> oh my god, well, that's just out of necessity, isn't it? I mean, Osborne and Cameron have me yearning for the days of Gordon Brown. Fuck's sake! I mean, I know Gordon Bloody Brown. And there was nothing Gordon Brown brought to the table that actually worked. No, he's really useless. <laughs> it, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Tony went, all right, you go ahead and have your little day in the sun. And Gordon was just like, thank you. Thank you, Prime Minister. You know, like... <laughs> yeah. There was nothing he brought to the table. He was pretty much the most... Um, he was, out of most of the Prime Ministers, they were hateful for their politics and who they were. But Gordon Brown just d- didn't even socially get accepted. Yeah. It, it does take something when you've had, like, Tony Blair, who... Uh, you know, war yeah. criminal, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you're, you're, you're more unpopular than a war criminal. I mean, at least Saddam wore his bloody war cap. You know, Tony yeah. Blair was just in the shadows. We didn't learn about this manifesto, and he was just trying to bind his time. And he's gotten away with it. Like he's pretty much old now. He, he'll 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 die a free man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 
Yeah. While trying to you know, bring peace to the Middle East. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Doing a great job there. Yeah. yeah. It's like a game of civilization, isn't it? I, I need a reason to invade this person, but I can't do it without being the bad guy. You know, we <laughs> need to invent, we need to have a, a privateer or something, you know, a privateer. You know, they actually do that. There's, um in America especially, they have these things called, um, I can't remember what they're actually called, Pri- privateer uh, attacks or something, where they, uh, they, I remember the actual name, but I can't, false flag operations, that's it, where they have one of their own pretend to be the guys that they want to invade and attack them yeah. so that they can actually, you know, go. I remember there was a guy who talked about doing it in Palestine with Israel. Really? There, there was this deleted video footage, but it was it's always up for just a little bit. Someone leaks it, and then it gets taken down all over the internet. But this guy was proposing a false flag operation wow. for, for Palestine. Obviously, I'm ignorant of the situation because I, I didn't record it, and I can't remember it very well, so just ignore me, guys. But <laughs> it, it, I remember it was it was... It was like, wow, they do actually still talk about this shit because it works, right? It's, it's, yeah, it, it makes you scared about what the government's plot because they could pretty much get away with anything and keep, you know, the public opinion on their side. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's scary. I don't, I don't like all that stuff. It's, it's <laughs> propaganda and it's horrible. Yeah, like cause the last um, episode that we did was the Harold Wilson plot. Yeah. And that, I mean, that kind of makes you realise, kind of, there's a lot of forces at work out there, you know. And that's the scary part. Like, it's always someone who's, the agenda is never your own. It's someone else's, you know. You don't, you might think freedom, but if you're the invading force and you're fighting for freedom. Uh, Although the only, the only um, country I could actually warrant an invasion for is North Korea. They're throwing out nuclear tests like their aeroplanes, you know, just to flaunt their yeah. power. They're showing their military dominance by just uh, emptying out all these threats and stuff. And uh, thirdly, like, so most of their population it, it's, it's in war camps, you know, work yeah. camps, terrible conditions. At the same time, though, I still wouldn't want to see an invasion. I would just want to see some sort of peaceful cooperation or... You know, some one of the one of the heads of North Korea to go. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you you guys got it. You, you're right. Uh, we've been a bit of a dickish nation. Let's <laughs> just let's. Can, can you guys give us some fucking Game Boys because we are bored over here or something? You know? <laughs> that shit looks tight. Can you get Game Boy colors to pretty much or any Game Boy mm. to anyone? A bit of Pokemon or whatever, oh, well, you know? get, start them off with red and blue. See how they go. Yeah. And then really fuck with them and give them Sun Moon or whatever the you know the new one is, and they'll yeah. be like, "Wow, that was the sequel. The West is fantastic." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they uh, love it. I would love to uh, just see their expressions on some of our technology. Like uh, this, is, this sounds really fucking pretentious, doesn't it? I'd love to see their faces on some of our inventions. <laughs> no, but I just just like for instance, yeah. I would love to see the, their reactions to say Doctor Who or. Breaking Bad, or yeah. you know, just some of the films that we have, because they look like they—they just don't have that there, you know, entertainment. Yeah, it's always interesting, is guys. It King Jong Il, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, well, that the old one, the one. Oh, Kim Jong Il. He 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 was quite fond of American films and stuff like that, wasn't he? One of his favorite films was Titanic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like apparently that. so. Like, um, yeah, and they, they, it's weird when you hear that. Like, apparently Saddam really liked uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> um, like, if, when you hear about this, Putin likes Queen, I think. Does he? Or was it Saddam? One of those two. 
It's wow. just, it's just, yeah, exactly. It's like it humanizes them. Yeah, and you know it shouldn't. I, just, again, I like, I like the idea of Putin singing along to a Queen song. I do. You know, he probably doesn't know Freddie Mercury's gay. That's why he likes it. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine Putin like singing uh, "I Want to Break Free" or something like that? Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Well, with the school go outfit on as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, Roger Taylor makes pretty convincing. I tell you what, yeah, yeah he's 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 all he's Pretty all right. Ridiculous. He's a bit of all right in that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he, that he, I read somewhere it's quite funny. He did say even he was a little concerned about how kind of convincing he looked as a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but the thing is, that's that's why it worked because it yeah. really you were like, hang on, whoa, bloody hell, you <laughs> know, go on, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think. I've read an article where Hitler was a fan of... I want to break free. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> well, firstly, that would open up a bunch of different questions. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, I, you know, these articles where they talk about how these nasty men really... like Stalin as well. Like, I think yeah. he, he, he was a fan of um, jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I think I, I, what I like reading is, like, you know, you, you hear about, like, the, you know, yeah, you've got all these mass murderers. But mm. their sons and daughters always reveal how nice they were. Yeah, <laughs> I, kind of, I like I like that idea. That's true. Like because you always think with these these massive faces that of tyranny mm. and and it's injustice, you never think of the fact that they are human. Like you never think they have yeah. interests and stuff, and so you think of them as just faceless. Like their, their hobby is conquering, or their whole hobby is yeah. killing. You know, you think they're not going to listen to the new album of Gorillas because their their hobby yeah. is to kill people so or to rule yeah but you forget that like they are just like us just you know yeah. off the fucking edge it's, it's funny because like some of them could be like strangely sentimental as well yeah have you seen downfall downfall it's about the that german film about the last days of hitler oh no but it's what it's one where the famous um the famous hitler from, outrage yeah yeah Fascist five, yeah. Um, you you have you keep reminding yourself this is Goebbels, you know, horrible man Himmler, and Hitler, and they're and and Hitler's in the bunker with Goebbels, you know, <laughs> before the end. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a, a great setup for a comedy. Um, <laughs> Sitcom. <laughs> hey, oh honey, I'm home. Um, <laughs> that actually happened, by the way. Um, I'll get into that later, but it paints a very vulnerable picture of this man who was responsible for all this death. Yeah. But keeps him in character, and it's like you are seeing it through the secretary's eyes, and you feel sorry for the man, you know? Like, mm. uh, obviously, Goebbels, they don't try to make him vulnerable. He is constantly, like, nasty as hell. Um, but he is still a family man as well, because it reminds you that he has a family. Yeah. Even though he ends up killing them in the end, it's just... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's refreshing, if anything, to see a different version of it. But yeah. at the same time, like it's still Hitler, you know. Yeah, you still got to hate him. <laughs> exactly, mate. Oh god! And then he's talking about how Himmler will come and save him soon. You know, he's like <laughs> Himmler's on the way. We all know how Himmler reacted. Like yeah, as soon as the first sign of defeat, you know, he's like, "Oh, save me, Americans! I'm on your side now." <laughs> um, but yeah, one last thing: that "Hail, honey, I'm home" actually was throwing something at the wall to see if it stuck in the yeah. early 90s. And it was like a sitcom about Hitler living next to a Jewish family <laughs> in, in Germany. And they, all the shenanigans they get up to. And and it's his wife is Eva Braun. And, oh, <laughs> God, it's it's like 
it tries to be funny with that outrageous comedy, it's like it fails so spectacularly. Yeah. Like, the jokes are just foreshadowings of what would actually happen. Yeah. So it's like, if I could just get rid of you, you know. (laughs) Oh, my God. It could have been a genius idea, that. It could have been. And, you know, in a way, it kind of was if it was executed better. Yeah. But... Oh my god. Hail honey, I'm home. Oh. Look it up some guy. Yeah, guys, I will if you do. Get a <laughs> that, oh, that, oh, if only it was better though. Yeah, I'd I love think to watch he, that. It's something he, I'd go out and watch. <laughs> he lives next to a, a family called the Goldsteins or something like that. Yeah. Uh, of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> my god. Yeah. Right. This, yeah. I think we're nearly done, haven't we? Yeah, we kind of went off track a bit, but to be honest, we... We, we need to up. flesh that out a bit, though, because there wasn't a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure there's anything more we can really say. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the aftermath, they didn't catch the guy, did they? No. No one ever, ever caught for this murderer, this murder even. So, mm. it's a shame, really. I, I do feel a bit sorry for her. Uh, you know, not the nicest way to go. It isn't, no. You have, you're kind of... Like, you know, there's no, there's no death and dignity anyway. Yeah. Uh, come on, you know, it's like having your blood taken, just kind of left there with a condom stuck in your ass. It's Oh, bloody hell. I mean, there's yeah. no evidence that she was still alive when it happened because it was a blunt force trauma, wasn't it? Yeah. But still. Still. still that's, even that's not a nice way to go. It ain't, no. You know, he could have, like, just made her unconscious, then take her blood, and she could have just died naturally, so. so uh, one more thing. Uh, I'm asking Matt, did they have any idea or methods on how the blood was injected from her body? Uh, very little is, is known about that. Really? I, I really can't believe the idea of him just from a ladle, you know, slowly trying to get bits of blood out. So, <laughs> um, smack, Smacking her with the ladle and yeah. then, like, trying to, like... What, scoop out the blood with the label? <laughs> I'm not sure if it's like when you're trying to get a bit of like oil in a jerry can or something like that. Mm. Like just tipping her over or something. Yeah, trying what, to pour like the blood into something. Ble- bleeding her. Yeah, because I, I can't, I mean, unless he had like all the pipes and stuff like that and bags and stuff like that that he could put it in. I really don't know how he could have done it. Yeah, sounds a bit, so it's, it's a creepy picture really. But yeah. In the end, no one was caught. Another un- unknown murderer walked free. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, well. a bit sad, but there you go. Although it does sound quite like noirish, this one. And there is kind of like, um, as you see on the blog, one of the blogs, there's like a really great photo of kind of like the area where it happens. And it's like a black and white photo. Yeah. It looks just literally like a still from like a, a noir film or something like that. I think I saw that. It's on, yeah, it's on one of their blogs. I can't remember what the blog was now, but uh, still, um, yeah, you could. I could Creepy. see this being like a noir film, in a way. The hunt for the the Atlas Vampire. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not sure noir films had quite so disturbing murderers. Though. That's true. I mean, it would have happened off screen, wouldn't it? Yeah, and been described. Yeah, sure. But yeah, this this one's a gruesome one. So. Because you, know, you fainted a couple of times. I mean, oh, I know, right? How bad I'm it still is. dizzy, but uh, it shows the capacity that some people are willing to go to just to be remembered. And that's if he intentionally wanted to be remembered. You know, at the end, at least there wasn't a second. Uh, at least that, that we know of that was confirmed by this murderer with this mo. And yeah, hopefully, no copycats in in that era. Yeah, it does seem strange. It does seem like the kind of thing that 
they do quite regularly, I would have thought. That kind yeah. Of thing. It doesn't strike me as the kind of thing you do just once. Maybe anyway. it was one, maybe he wanted to do it a couple of times, but mm. it was so much bloody work. He thought, you know what, one time, that's it. Yeah, I was. I think as we mentioned in another episode, prostitutes don't tend to get kind of remembered all that much. So he could have done it loads of times. Yeah, that's true. It's prostitutes, and it's just not been. I mean, just people didn't care about it. So yeah. I mean, who actually keeps an eye on prostitutes? The only time uh, you get it recorded is when they're found. Yeah. What did you say? What a knob. <laughs> what a knob. Yeah. No, I said, oh, well. Oh, right. I thought you said, what a knob. <laughs> Which, I mean, does accurately describe him, I guess. Yeah. Right, well, I think we can finish there. Yeah, that should be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, we should probably mention the social media. Stuff. Definitely, yes. Yeah. All right, listeners, you can follow us at The Dork's Deduction on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook if you wish to. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you guys. Yeah, we really do. Oh, I can't wait. Yay. Talk to us, people. We love to talk, uh, aside from the times when we don't like to talk. So um, let us know what your questions are. We'd like to hear from you, and uh, we do care. We really do. We really do. Mm. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. I do hope Tarnum edits out where I friends punch my dog. I don't worry. She, she, if she hears it, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I just don't want that going into the podcast. But like, just put it at the I'm, end. I'm going to punch my fucking dog. Actually, it says, I say, I, cause I say I'm going to punch you. It makes it sound like I'm going to punch you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to punch you in a minute. No, yeah. no, Matt, please, please. <laughs> you can use this, Tarnum. No, Matt, please. I didn't mean it. No, no. How that's... dare you insult me? What are you doing, Matt? But I poop from there. No! <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Leave my ladle alone. <laughs> I think it's blood, but then again, it could be Heinz tomato soup. <laughs>